It's the Clapback Show. Kevy Kev on the microphone. With information that you need to know. Stay tuned and listen to the show. Hit the share and let everybody know. The Clapback is on. The Clapback is on. The Clap, Clap, Clap back is on. Clap back. Clap, clap. Clap back. Clap back. Clap back is on. All right, Chris, are you here? I am present. Can you hear me? Chris, can you hear me? Kevin. I can't hear Chris. Chris, are you able to hear me? Chris, can you hear me? We are having technical difficulties. I'm here to hear you. Chris. All right, there we go. Chris, can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me, Kevin? Yes, now we can hear each other. We do apologize, everyone, for the technical difficulties that we have. Uh, we have switched platforms real quick because we are now uh, doing a pre-recorded instead of doing a live session. And uh, But you'll still be able to hear. I'd like to get started. We're waiting on uh, another guest, uh, Maisha. So we have Chris with us, and uh, he is a great Young man, we're going to be talking about dating and relationships. And then Maisha, she's going to come on the line and possibly one other young lady. Uh, but before we get started, I did want to let you know about our uh, sponsors. We have Healthy Living. For those of you that are looking to lose weight, maybe during COVID-19, you've gained some weight. Uh, maybe you have, uh, you know, just overdone it. Well, Healthy Living has something for you. If you will just email healthylivingu 9 at gmail.com. They can talk to you about products to help you get the excess weight off, get you healthy, make you feel better. Uh, they have products that have been clinically proven, not only clinically proven, but have been through clinical trials. So they're there for you and they can help you out. Also, for those of you um, that are looking to travel, um, we have Destination Unlimited Travel. They are also sponsoring Clapback. You can reach them at www.destinationunlimitedtravel, the number four, all.com. Uh, so please uh, go ahead and patronize them. Destination Unlimited Travel, let me just tell you, uh, they have some great trips right now. Those of you who want to go to Cancun, they have a phenomenal package, five days, four nights. It includes two adults, two children, and it is only $399. I do believe you can add on the all-inclusive package uh, that is uh, an additional $150. And that includes all your meals, all your drinks, everything that you want to do while you're on vacation. So uh, once again, make sure you're sharing, make sure you like, make sure you follow us here on Clapback. You can get us on anywhere where you are listening to your favorite podcast. We are there. If you're Apple, if you're Google, if you're Spotify, wherever you are, you can listen to Clapback because you know how it is. We always clap back. 
And tonight's topic, we're going to be talking about, again, dating and relationships because it's a whole lot of mess out there. Uh, Chris, I don't know if you could e- text uh, uh, Maisha. I just texted her. Uh, I ain't heard back from her. She t- I called her. She said, let me see if I can get her, get her on the phone and see what she's doing. Because I need a woman's perspective. Don't you think we need a woman's perspective? You definitely need a woman's perspective on the comment on <laughs> yeah. Like this. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and tell them a little bit about you, Chris, before I'm going to try to get my Isha. Well, I am a father of recently and spending a lot of time balancing that dynamic of family and relationship. Okay, great. Well, Maisha, I have her on FaceTime and we're trying to get her connected. You can forward that to your email and you should, or should, wherever you can re-forward it. Try to but hit the last link that I sent you and you should be able to get on. Chris is on waiting on you. We need a female's perspective on what we're doing about these dating relationships. I'm telling you what, these women are crazy. They're so crazy. You say on the last one? Yeah, the last one I sent you. So Maisha is is getting connected. We apologize for all our technical difficulties, but that's what's happening. You know, that's that's what happens. He's on a Wi-Fi connection, and so he's gonna be joining us here. She said she had a sorority friend. I was hoping her sorority friend would get on too, and because I'd like to have you know more than one female's perspective on this whole thing uh we'll go ahead and get started while we're trying to get Maisha connected chris um so where this was birthed out of uh, this whole conversation uh chris knows i had talked to him and Maisha about my own uh, dating situation and what's going on um you have a lot of people out there like I'm on several dating sites and you have a lot of people that claim that they want a relationship but then when when you go out and you try to date them there's a whole lot of things going on so let me start this conversation with you Chris so Maisha connects with us um, what is your definition of dating? <laughs> um, dating involves a little bit more than just saying that we are Dating, for my dynamic, is the different. It's using the knowledge and sense that I'm investing more into you um, on dates than you as a person should be more open and receptive. And that's my definition of dating: being an open channel of communication to determine whether or not you're gonna land there long term. So. When you when you when you talk about dating, I want to take a deep dive into that because <clears throat> one of the things that I have found is there seems to be a, a great disconnect between uh, women's definition of dating and men's definition of dating. What what I'm speaking of are the mechanics of dating. If you um, mm-hmm, go ahead. If you were to take it in that level, you already have to equate for the fact that females or women in general um, I won't refer to them by the term of females women um, are more inclined to believe that the male is in control in that dating perspective Um, we are responsible for picking the dates we're responsible for paying for the date 
it's a male-driven courtship. courtship. Mm-hmm. It's the male investing that energy to commit to that woman to ensure that she feels as though mm-hmm. you are worthy enough of taking care of her long term. That's what dating is about. Huh. So, so here's what I found. So like in my experience, I have women who right off the bat say, I want to date. They'll, they'll give this, they'll give this great description of what they're looking for in a man. And they'll say, if you're looking for sex, bypass me. Now, to me, that's a trigger because part of a relationship, whether now we're, we're not approaching this necessarily from a Christian, Judeo-Christian standpoint of view, because we know there's some people that for religious purposes or morals who don't have sex before marriage. But part of a relationship, not a friendship, but a relationship includes sex. But when they to me, when a when a woman highlights that, that that fears me. Because if 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 sex, if you have already highlighted sex to me in the beginning of the conversation, and you don't want me talking about sex, but you've just come out and said, if you're looking for sex, bypass me. Well, what differentiates what we're doing than me just having a, a female friend? It's benefits, I guess, is the aspect that, I mean, you got to think about what, from her perspective, there is, I guess, the lack. We've got Maisha. Withhold. So here's what's interesting. So, uh, and Maisha, welcome everyone. Maisha, she finally got connected. So I was reading a post on Facebook uh, yesterday, okay? And this is what the post said. It, it, it showed a gentleman and in the description, it said, this man has been in a relationship with this woman for over two years. She went to her job. They laid her off for two weeks. When she the two, two weeks was over, she found out that she had lost her job. They were closing down. So she went to her boyfriend and said, uh, can we move in together and I'll pay half the rent and half the bill? He said, no, I don't feel comfortable with that. But then she said, well, how about you pay half of my rent and half of my bills. He said, I don't feel comfortable doing uh, marriage stuff while we're dating in a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. And so all the women in the post were saying he was wrong because he didn't want to take the responsibility saying that, you know, he. In the, so one lady said, so she giving him the kitty cat. So what he's doing is he's equating the kitty cat with his ding-a-ling. And she said, he can't have a baby out of his kitty cat, so it ain't the same. So I wrote back to her. I said, it may be true that he can't have a baby out of his penis, but she cannot produce the seed of a child in her kitty cat. So what's the difference? And I think that there are unreasonable expectations. So come on, Maisha, because I'm coming for you. You on mute, Maisha? I see her in here, but she's, she must be on mute. But but these are the type of things, Chris, that, that I'm finding, you know, like uh, I had a I had a young lady that said to me, uh, you have to show me you like me or want me by helping me with gas, paying my bills and doing those things. 
but he was saying there was no intimacy that was going to be involved and I'm like I don't understand this whole this whole nuance of, of what people want in dating what what does it mean I don't get it that's a little bit further than dating for me because if I'm paying bills then I'm, I'm, I'm getting something Maisha um, mm-hmm. says she can't get in but it's, oh, I saw her in there. It's a little bit different for me because she's in here. It says she's connected. Um, it's a little bit different for me because if at that point we have developed something a little bit more serious because if my financial investment goes beyond dating you and taking you out to things, then my financial investment at that point in time is into a relationship. Now, do you believe that intimacy should be involved before, like, you have your own place? You have your own bills. She has her own place. She has her own bill. Yeah. Do you think that it is a responsibility of either party to help each other out with their bills? Mm, no. No. Okay. It's not my. I don't live there. So, so what if she say, "Well, because you're not helping me with bills, even though you're my boyfriend, I don't want to have intimacy because you want me to do wifely things." But you don't want to help me with my bills. If she determines that because I don't want to take financial responsibility for her and her house, that she made a decision to move into prior to me meeting her, and she knew her mm-hmm. financial responsibility before me, um, this is the same dynamic that females preach that they are capable and able. So if you're capable and able and you made a decision to move in there, show me some responsibility and then maybe I'll invest in you financially. But then you then as a man, you get a you get a bad name because now they're they what what has been said to me is that all you want is sex. So how do you not get that bad name? How do you navigate? Because see, what what I think has happened is we men have messed up the game by all of the bad things we've done to women and I think over time women have learned from the hurt that a lot of men have caused them and now they're switching the game up and they feel like they want something out of it and most of the time because we've driven this group of we've driven this generation to perceive that them getting something out of it is recouping for their level where they presently already are with the mindset that they can do it on their own that they don't need anyone but if you're not doing it then you're not meeting that mindset that you can take care of them when they're not doing it on their own that is quite interesting because the other thing that we talked about a little bit and, and you can you can elaborate on this um how <clears throat> And I hope y'all don't think we're sounding like chauvinists. I don't want to come off that way. But women say, uh, you hear them talk a lot about equality. We're equal. We can, you got women that are playing sports that were traditionally reserved for men, football, basketball, uh, whatever. Uh, and they say, we don't need a man for anything. We're equal men. But then when it comes to them wanting to be catered to, they don't want to use that equality. And I don't think that's fair. I I just don't think that's fair. I don't think that women should have the ability to switch back and forth 
from wanting equality to then wanting to always have a man open up a door or always have a man do the things that grandma expected from a man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that mentality that grandma expects things from a man was way before we as a society moved to this idea of women having the equal rights to I mean I guess I won't say rights of women having the ability to truly be able to reach any glass ceiling or level that a man should and rightfully so they should but with that that's come with the mentality that if they want a man that man has to be superior to that but it's also created a dated scene where you expect people to give you this level of respect and protection but it's when do you learn to be submissive and at what times oh you just used the word that a lot of women would cuss you out you just use submissive talk to me what is what is being now before i ask you the question i think submission is a is a position of power um i think over time women have been taught that submission is a place of weakness so as a man's perspective, what do you mean when you want a submissive woman? What does that mean to you? I'm not meaning submissive in the essence of I am any more superior than you are. Submission for me, when I say submit, it's trusting me and knowing that I got it if I said I had it. So mm. on that level of being submissive, there is an opportunity to show that you understand that and there's a way to also lead down the path where you can't show that because you don't know how to let go. Um, mm. Because you've built up this superiority or feeling as though you have to be at such a higher level because of you being a successful woman that that leads to where we are in society today where everybody just wants somebody to impress them. So I'm going to get you in trouble. I want to ask you a deep question. Oh man. Do you think women, do you think women should do or be able to do everything that a man does? Like be a quarterback in the NFL. Um, be the star hockey player on a hockey. Do you believe and is that attractive to a man? Uh, well, what, what is your opinion on that? I believe that a woman should be able to play whatever sport she wants. There's women's sports for most mm -hmm. of the sports that males play. Um, for that, I just think that we should also treat women's sports on an equal level of entertainment as we treat male sports. So, yes, I support. What about, mix, what about mixing them? What about having... Dallas Cowboys has I mean, have women on the team. Have so, yeah, but um, Dallas is going to be one of those teams that, I mean, regardless, I think that any team in the NFL mixing the female and male in the same arena actually puts a not it's not a good game. I don't expect the hits to be as hard. I don't expect the game to be as tough if we're allowing females into the sport. So in some levels, there has to be a separation without 
degradation or degrading a person. It's, it's not that we're saying to women, you can't play the sport, but the reality of it is in most cases, when you think about uh, MMA fighting, would it be fair to put uh, a female top MMA fighter in the ring with Silva, you know, John Silva? Is, is it fair for a female boxer like Layla Ali to be in the ring with a Mike Tyson? So in some essences, there, there, there has to be a distinction of difference without a distinction in making someone feel less as a human being, I think is what you're saying. Yes, I definitely, if you, we can't degrade the power of a woman. So for at the same point that a woman can necessarily be built tough enough to play the sport on the same level as a man, but mm -hmm. the effect that it would take on the interpretation of the game hitting a woman we have built this mentality that women shouldn't be hit and treated that way um, right so it takes away from the value of the game if a female athlete was involved in the sport and wasn't able to be hit tackled what if I jump on her while I'm running am I now running <laughs> foul just because I hit her mm. and, and, and that's the whole crust you know because I, I, I talked to some females today and I let them know about the show of course they won't be able to listen live they'll listen later because they were all interested in the show but one of the things that I was really trying to communicate with them is that um, when, it, when it relates to dating and relationships it, it's almost like it, that's the only arena that we don't want a hierarchy. Uh, for instance, on jobs, you have you have frontline workers, you have supervisors, you have managers, you have directors, so forth and so on. Those are positions that come along, titles and positions that come along with certain responsibilities. And it doesn't mean necessarily that one or the other is less important but everyone has to be willing to play their role. And me personally, being a man-man, a manly man, I don't want a woman who wants to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with me and always show me and tell me that it really doesn't, I don't want a woman to need me from the standpoint you need me to make life for you. But I don't, at the same time, I don't want you to be the type of woman that stands toe to toe to me like you would as a man and challenge me, challenge my manhood, challenge me as a man, because I believe that in, in creation that, you know, God put certain things in men to be a certain way and women to be a certain way. And when you, to me, when you challenge me on a level of a man and, but I'm limited in how I can respond to you because if I respond to you like you're a man, then there are laws, there are other things that go along with that, that takes away my ability to respond to you in the way that you're coming at me. But yet it's still you feel that you can come at me this way. You know, I don't believe in putting my hands on a woman, but I've been in relationships and I'm sure most men have been in relationships where they get the little finger from the woman who's pointing them 
on the forehead. Talk about what you gonna do? What you gonna do? And tag. We've got a guest that has joined the show. Who do we have? We got a bad ring in the back. Okay. Okay. Jay Michaels, are you there? Jay Michaels, are you there? Oh, they dropped whoever Jay Michaels was. But but what I'm saying is that that challenge, I don't want I don't want to be challenged like that. Um, I want to respect a woman, respect all the things that she brings to the table, but I still want to feel like a man in the relationship. And now that I'm out here dating, I I've, I've been single. Are you single right now, Chris? No, I'm actually engaged. He, he had to think about that, y'all. But I, um, I've been single, single. I got divorced in 2013. Been in a few relationships here and there. And every last one of my relationships that I've been in, I've been challenged by the female, put in position where uh, I had to, for lack of a better term, take a back seat and hold my mule because I would have put myself in a position where things could go south. Um, a good example of that, when I first moved to Austin, Texas, had a young lady that moved there with me. We were talking on the way to Texas from Michigan. We were talking about how things go in Texas. Got mad at me when we got to Texas and she called the law. I was actually on the TV show Cops called the law. We had only been in Austin, Texas three days. He tells the people on 911 that she had to run out of the house butt naked. He had, she told the people that she was cut up bleeding, that I had beat her and put a gun to her all because she was mad at me. The police come 20 deep with machine guns. It just so happened that one of the police officers had the TV show Cops with them. And they're recording. And she lies to them. They're, when they saw her, like I said, she told them she was cut up. She told them she was butt naked. When they found her outside, no cuts, no bruises, fully clothed. Nothing happened to her. Never touched her. And I was taken to jail, locked up for three or four days until they got her out of the state. And then when it came to prosecute, she told him she lied because she was mad. I had to pay $12,000 for a lawyer to go through that process. I had to deal, so I had to deal with the court system. I had to deal with my job because I had to explain it to my new job, what happened because when I got arrested, I didn't get to go to work the next day. They were looking for me like, where's this guy at? And I was put in that position. And that's a bad position for any person let alone a black man to be in America when someone uses that in a relationship. And, and I just don't understand. And it's making me to the point where I don't even know if I want a relationship anymore. Because that was very traumatizing. Because that it was, but that one experience was traumatizing for you. Would you walk away from it all because of that trauma? 
it, it made me to the point where I don't trust anyone because I had been with this young lady for over two years. She had never done anything like this before. Um, and, and the whole thing started with her. When I came home, she was on the phone calling Indianapolis to check on an ex-boyfriend who was in jail. And I just asked her what she was doing. And I guess she thought I was going to be upset about it. So her recourse was to do that. And so it put me in a position to say, been with this person this long and I trusted them never she's never done anything like this before who can you really trust and so it, it has put a fear in me and when I see little bitty signs little bitty signs from females it shuts me down and I don't know how to get over that I don't know how to Jay Michaels you're here can you hear me we can, oh, we got Maisha. Yes. I know you've been listening to us, Maisha, so go ahead and jump in and talk to you. Go I ahead, girl. I don't know where to begin, because you said a mouthful. Mm-hmm. A mouthful. So um, ask your question. Let me jump in, because, I mean, you said a lot. You said a lot, and I was, like, cringing over here. So... If I understand you correctly, you have a, you take issue with women who um, don't allow you to be the head. See, I, I re- is it? No, I take issue with women who who refuse to understand that in life we all have mm-hmm. roles and positions, and it me being the head doesn't mean I'm ruling over you like. Right. Rules Russia, I agree. You know, but when you as a woman come at me, like I was using an example, me and Chris may have a falling out. And he comes at me like a man and stands up to me like a man. You come at me like that because equality, you're, you're, you're whatever, however you feel about it. You come at me like that. I cannot respond to you the way I would respond to Chris because there are ramifications for that. If I raise my voice and someone hears it and calls the police, there's ramifications for that. So women nowadays challenge men in their manhood, at least from my perspective. So you want to know, do I agree or I mean, I... I mean, I want you. I want you to go with it, however you well, feel. Well, my thing about it is this. Okay, if I understood you correctly, because I'm I'm getting bits and pieces because I was in and out of the conversation and trying to digest it all and formulate my opinion. So, here's what my take is. I know my place as a woman, and I know that he should know his place as a man. As a woman, I don't want to wear the pants. As a woman we lose respect for for men when we have to wear the pants when we have to hold everything down to make sure that everybody is okay in the house we kind of lose respect for the man if he's between jobs and life is happening we can understand it to an extent but for a man to be a freeloader and not carrying his weight we take issue with that now if you and i um had a disagreement if i'm if i'm following this correctly like you and Chris may have had a disagreement, 
I make just as much money. I bring just as much to the table. We are equal. You may be the head and I'm going to allow you to sit at your place at the table, but we are eating the same meal. So I would definitely handle that situation in the sense of know to whom you're speaking with and how you would like to be spoken to. Because I will bounce off of you. Let me ask you this then. All right, so let me ask you this then. So let's say the dynamic of your relationship is generally you have allowed your man to make decisions in the house as it relates to your budget. Let's say he's just better at budgeting. Y'all make the same amount of money. But then he goes into this thing where he gets laid off. He doesn't have a job. He's been looking for six, eight months. And you want to go buy a Fendi purse or whatever. He says, not now. Do you think, what would you say if the woman says, look, you ain't working. This is my money. I can do what I want to do. I wouldn't agree with her behavior at all. In fact, that that is very um, disrespectful because when you are under one roof and everything is in the pot and everyone is is in one home, if he's out of work, then you have to be careful with the money that you spend because you don't want to be frivolous and go buy things that, you know, are not of a necessity. You have to know what the needs are. A woman that would would sit back and and blow money on, you know, buying a, a Fendi bag and her man is not currently working because she said, well, this is what I want and this is what I need and this is what I got to have. I have less respect for. But if a woman knows that her man is unemployed and he's, you know, in between jobs and under any other circumstances, he's holding her down and they're able to spend that way. If she can't reframe, like, from a moment of saying this is not what we're going to do we're going to keep the money in the pot because we have to take care of bills then he shouldn't even be with her because she's not holding the weight see we are supposed to be your helpmate not your hindrance we're not supposed to dig a deeper hole for you we're supposed to be the helpmate so if a woman is out there buying Fendi bags, buying Fendi shoes. Her man is not working. They're under the same roof. And he's really dependent upon her in this circumstance. And she's out, you know, buying and, and doing all that careless behavior. Then I, if I was him, I wouldn't even want to be with her. So, so then, and Chris, you can jump in on this one too. So let me ask you this. What about, okay, he's out of work. You've been patient. And it's eight months, it's 12 months. And your attitude is he, he's out of work because let's say he's used to being a manager, mm-hmm. making X amount of dollars. And you're at a point where you just like, look, you ain't getting a management job right now. Go get something. But he's like, I don't want to go work at McDonald's. I don't want to go work at two jobs. I want to stay trying to get a job in my field yeah but we would we would definitely have a a, a problem we would definitely take issue with that because for me um you may be used to you know being at a certain level and getting that but right now you got to hold us down we depend on you you're you're the head of us you're leading and guiding this family 
So if you're not going to take odd jobs just to stack paper, just to get enough for us to even take care of just the basic utilities while I'm taking care of the rent, I take issue with that. That's hmm. official to me. What, Chris, how long would you wait? How long would you wait to go get a, a menial job? So that's not our timetable. I'm definitely more inclined. I don't like asking anybody for anything, so it would be too much of my pride to let. Um, definitely. Longer than about a month, if that, and that's probably after I've already spent savings. So y'all just y'all just help me because I have had in the past, I will admit, I have been in situations where I've been out of jobs and uh, couldn't find a management job. And I had offers for like customer service jobs and I just wouldn't take it. I was just doing my unemployment, you know, the basics because I didn't want to do it. But now I get a different perspective uh, of what you're saying. And I, I, I can I can see that. Uh, but, you know. But Maisha, we were talking earlier when you were listening, uh, we were talking about the dating scene and how some women, you seem to be different uh, than most <laughs> women I've come across. I'll say that from, from your conversations and everything else. But there are women out there on the dating scene that again, want to take intimacy off the table, but expect a man to do all of these other things whether it's whining and dining her, helping her with gas, phone bills, whatever else, or because she says, look, I got a job, I got a house, I got a car. I don't I don't necessarily need you for that. If you can't at least help me with that, then what am I with you for? I got a problem. Yeah, well, see, you know, I'm not going to take intimacy off the table. I want it on the table. I want intimacy on the table before anything else said at the table. Because I want to know what I'm getting myself into and what I'm working with. Because I don't want him to be half-assed and then before I know it, I'm spending all this time, investing all this time, and this man can't even connect with me sexually. You know, and I know that there's more than just, you know, being intimate and, and everything of that nature. But I'm a different kind of breed in the sense of when people say, what's the most important thing in a relationship to you? I always say sex. And they say, well, why? It's more to that. You can build, you could do this, you could do that. Sex could come later. No, sex has to come first. Because in my mindset. See, I already told you, you think like a man. I already told you, you, and I wish I had my other guest on here that couldn't come because Maisha, there's something about you. You think <laughs> like a man. I think like a man. I mean, I'm just being honest. Because my thing is you can catch more bees with honey than you can with vinegar, right? So if you're making love to me, and there yeah. we have no qualms. I guarantee you, you're gonna get me in that kitchen to cook for you. You're gonna get me in that um, the house to hold it down for you. You guarantee that I'm gonna go out there and hustle and work just as hard as you to bring and you know fatten up that pot. So intimacy means a lot to me because I'm a cancer. My zodiac alone, I'm a I'm a true romantic. I my communication style is sexual. 
if you want to know how I feel about you, lay down in bed and let me make love to you. Now, yeah, granted, we have the one night stands and, and I'm I'm actually really over all the one night stands, but I'm an adult. And if, you know, I'm looking at you and you looking at me, I'm just going to simply tell you, let's not waste each other's time. If this is what you want to do and this is what I want to do and we're grown, let's just do it. Don't act like you want to sit there and get to know me. Don't buy me any drinks. Don't don't go to some, you know, restaurant to wine and dine me. Let's just call it what it is. You want some pussy? Let me give you some. But I'm going to give you some. I'm going to give last you these, few moments. I'm going to give it to you yeah. on my terms. See, I'm going to be in control of it. You right. you won't control it. I control yeah. it. I say if and when. Let me ask this. Mm-hmm. Let me ask this in these last few moments. I want both of your opinions on this. And I, this may be a hard question, you know, but if, how long in general did it take a person, two people to decide if, if they're dating with a purpose because they want to be in a relationship? If you are texting, talking, dating, spending time with each other, how long really should it take that to make you want to what move to the next phase like in a to be in a relationship to 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 say yeah to say because y'all said i'm talking about two individuals who say my purpose of dating is i want a boyfriend to end up to be a husband so you know how long if these are two people who have decided they're exclusively dating each other get to know each other so they're talking on the phone they're texting they're going out to movies doing all that how long should it take for them to make a decision that they want to be committed and say, 90 hey, day rule. we're in a relationship? 90 day. 90. Uh, How long you say, six Chris? Months. Six months. Yeah, I don't think like six a man. Both of y'all are longer than me. Yeah, both of y'all longer yeah. than me. I'm, I'm more, yeah, I'm more of 36. For, for me, the reason why, and, and I get what Chris is saying as far as six months, because I've been in situations like that where I just was not sure after those, you know, three months and everything, and it went on a little, a little while longer before I, I committed. I just, for me, I have to, I work on my own time. Just because you want what you want when you want it don't mean you're going to get it from me when you want it. You're going to get what I offering on my terms, on my time. I'm not going to just do it because of the fact that you decide, okay, well, I want to be in a relationship. Okay. One moment, please. Because I'm going to do everything in calculation. When I'm ready to move to the next phase, I'll let you know. Because just because you're there. But that's a mutual, but that's a mutual, uh, but shouldn't that be a mutual thing between both of you all? Because you're talking and you're kind of gauging and you are making this decision together as opposed to saying, well, I'm going to move that's, when I want to really move. really non-negotiable because whether you want to move fast or whether I want to move slow or I want to move fast and you want to move slow, if you're not moving at the beat of my drum, then I'm just going to pass it on. interesting it's have to be quite interesting I have because I, I think I mean go ahead Chris timeline of about a 30 day rule they dated for six months and they were married after six months and it's three different couples they did this thing called six months to marriage and they were dating for six months and they got married in the six month of dating um, 
I can't move at that timetable. That's that's too fast for me. But from a dating perspective, I think it truly takes six months to get to know anybody. Yeah, I can see that. But I think what you're saying, Maisha, I, I, I think I know what you're saying. I don't think you're saying what I'm thinking you're saying because it, it almost sounds like everything is only you but I, I think again what you're probably saying is again you're dealing with someone and you guys because you're talking you understand and you've made it up front that you and that person made it up front well if we're, we find that we're not on the same page on timelines whatever else then maybe we need to separate is, is I think what you're saying what up and it's not just a one sided. Yeah, I mean I I know it sounds like I'm I'm making it like it's one sided, but it's it really isn't one sided. But um I I just move at my own beat, my own drum. And they will know my pace and it will be a choice. I will never ever be backed up into a corner of me having to move fast to accommodate someone. If you either are gonna move at my pace or or you not, I mean it's it's not that I'm being selfish or anything, but I'm calculated in what I'm doing. Got you. Well, man, I really, really thank both of these guests. Uh, we had some technical difficulties on my first live show uh, on the other one, so we had to okay. switch over to this format, and we then had technical issues getting Maisha on. But I want to thank Chris and Maisha. Uh, you will be able to listen to this on all your podcasts. And please remember our sponsors. That is Healthy Living. And you can reach them at healthylivingu9 at gmail.com. They have all kinds of products and services to help you lose weight, get healthy, feel good about yourself. They've got an uh, awesome 30-day challenge uh, program that will help you to lose weight. And it is a phenomenal program. You need to email them at healthylivingu9 at gmail.com. Also, for all your travel needs, you want to go to www.destinationunlimitedtravel, the number four, ALL.com. There you can book all of your hotels, your cruises, your airlines, your whatever you need. They have special packages uh, to Cancun, as we said earlier, uh, two adults, two kids, total of uh, $399. You can add the uh, unlimited package where you can get all your food and drinks. And they'll be more than help you, happy to help you. If you can't find it, all you got to do is go on the website, send them an email. They'll get with you and they will help you to travel. Hey, we're going to continue this at a later date uh, because I've got some more things we're going to be talking about. And Chris and Maisha, you have been a great help. They have taught me something today. I walk away from this with a new perspective on dating, a new perspective on relationship. And maybe I'll go six months as Chris has said, maybe it's nothing wrong with trying something new. Hey, I might as well try 30 days ain't but work. I want to do over. I'm tired of taking a whole I want to do over. Go ahead. Yeah, we're going to definitely do over next week. We got, we're going to add a bunch of stuff. We're going to talk about some stuff. So next week, hopefully, I, my other guest said they can come on next week because I wanted some more women, women because Maisha thinks <laughs> like the brothers. You know what I'm saying? She, she, she she got that brother. She said, hey, if you can't give it to me the way I want it, you gotta go. You know what I'm saying? So that's that, that's that, that's that brother, brother talk right there. Y'all can't mess with my issue. Y'all better leave her alone. You know, your mama used to tell you, don't touch that hot stove. It'll burn you. Hey, guys, thank you so much again for tonight. I do appreciate you. This is Kevin Kev with Clapback. Good night. I appreciate you. Have a good day.